No. Five, four, three. This is Magic City Soccer, your home for everything you need to know about soccer in Miami-Dade County. Hello, soccer fans in South Florida and beyond, and welcome to our show. Happy to be talking to you tonight, uh, or this morning, or whenever you're listening to it, on a pretty uh, happy occasion for all South Florida soccer fans, no matter what team you support. Uh, we are talking tonight, June 16, 2022, uh, a night in which Miami is confirmed as one of the hosts of the 2026 World Cup. Joining me tonight is Omar Mubayad. Omar, how you doing, buddy? Never in doubt, baby. It was it was never in doubt. I mean, at the end of the day, <laughs> Miami was going to be a lock. I think the the bigger question for Florida standpoint was Orlando going to get uh, a bid, and as we saw, Orlando did not get a bid. Yeah, we're we're going to dive into all that in just a few moments. But that was kind of the big question for us: is would Orlando wind up? taking our spot potentially and we'll talk about some of the reasons why that could have happened but really as you said it, it really was never in doubt uh for for a variety of i mean i would say obvious reasons miami was going to be on that list really the question is to what degree is miami going to be on the list is this going to be a group stage city is this going to be a knockout round city is this going to be uh, potentially a third place game city and likely and we'll talk more about it probably not going to be the, the home of the final but no, no, um but how far in the tournament will Miami get? That'll be an interesting conversation. But, but before we get into that, let's not get ahead of ourselves here. Let's talk about the cities that were selected. Um, you have uh, two cities in Canada. You have Vancouver and Toronto. East and West. Uh, east and West. Uh, you have three cities in Mexico, Guadalajara, Monterey, and Mexico City proper. Uh, and then the remainder are... Uh, uh, cities in the United States, uh, just going with the list here provided by NPR, I think working from west to center to east, uh, Seattle, San Francisco, Los Angeles, those are your Western American states, Kansas uh, sites, Kansas City, Dallas, Atlanta, Atlanta center, uh, Houston, uh, and then looking at the East Coast, uh, Boston, Philadelphia, Miami, and the New York, New Jersey area. Uh, Omar, any surprises for you before we dive more specifically into the Miami angle? Any surprises for you today? Uh, all right, let's let's start outside the country and work our well our, our ways back in. Montreal dropping their bid uh, towards the later end of the stage, and then Edmonton trying to replace. I think we all knew Edmonton was never going to get it, uh, despite the success of their hockey team. Right? They were they were not they were not actually going to to land the bid. Um, and then Mexico, I, I think looking at the potential sites in Mexico, um, you know, Mexico City, obviously, you're going to play games at the Azteca with a shared World Cup venue, uh, hosting um, hosting venue, my apologies. Uh, and Monterrey makes sense that, that those two make sense. Uh, but Guadalajara being the smallest stadium amongst all of the cities who put in a bid. I don't know. That one, that one seems kind of odd. I understand that you're going to give Mexico three. I think we all knew regardless of the fact that that was going to happen. Um, I just, I don't know what Guadalajara being the third city. I think you could have probably played maybe some games on the coast. Um, you know, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm not hundred percent sure. But what do you think about that one? I think with Guadalajara um, and forgive me for my gringoization of, of pronunciation. <laughs> um Either I gringoize it or I try to do it and just sound terrible, probably. Um, I, I think with with Guadalajara, you have uh, a history uh, of 
of soccer. You have a history specifically uh, of World Cup influence, um, twice hosting World Cup matches. Uh, Guadalajara will become the first uh, city, I believe, alongside Mexico City, city to yep, host three. World Cup matches three in three separate tournaments. Yep. Uh, obviously, 70 was Mexico's uh, determined hosting site. And then in 1986, the tournament was moved there uh, after difficulty in Colombia. Uh, I believe. Uh, so a kind of a unique situation for Mexico here. Um, yeah, I, I think obviously they're, they are third of three uh, when you're looking at the kind of logical choices, but, and this is something I'll talk more about this later, but if you wanted to make logical choices, uh, there were easy ways to make logical choices and the lineup would probably look a little bit different than it actually does. There was logic and numbers and data that went into the selection process, but then you actually have members of FIFA figuring out where they want to go and, yeah. and where they want to go also has to deal with things like nightlife and yep. culture and all that. And uh, part of that yep. is history of the game and how, for how much stick FIFA gets often that is unquestionably one of the determining factors they have here is kind of the narrative that can be built around the tournament because it's not only good for the sport, it's good for TV. It's good for how it's, how it's packaged uh, to its broadcast partners. Um, So, yeah, I I think the the Mexico choices were um, like you said, definitely uh, of a type, uh, but I I think you, you really can't pick them apart too much. No, I, I think the bigger question is going to be, how do you then group? I understand when they did the selection, right? They, they, they displayed the cities in West, Central, and East, which apparently Atlanta Central, I wasn't aware of this, right? Yeah. Uh, but I think for me is how are you going to group the, you know, how are you going to group the travel and how are you going to organize the groups in the city blocks? Because you have potentially 10 hour flights in between three, match days or and again we don't really know what it's going to look like because it's a 48 team world cup for the first time so we might be thinking it's you know two break days your next match or three days three break days your next match and that might not actually be the case so i think that's going to be your answer so but but that that becomes the thing though right so how do you do eight to ten hour travel times because you know i to me it almost looks like now geographically speaking well whatever teams are going to play in mexico are going to play in miami because you don't see any other kind of logistical travel with the exception of maybe Dallas Houston, right? Because what are you going to do? You're going to put guys in Seattle and Miami? No, I, I don't think that's what's going to happen. But now you're walling off the tournament. And maybe it's always like this, but the, the United States is such a massive country that it's hard to like, you know, there's a lot of travel consideration here, right? So you're, now you're going to wall off the country and only put certain teams in certain, in certain cities and they're never going to break region. At least that's what I'm thinking. Well, I mean, as fans of the U.S. men's national team, thinking back to the 2014 World Cup, uh, 10-hour flights, something that FIFA is not necessarily opposed to. Um, there, there were those long flights getting across Brazil from one venue to another. So right. I, I, I don't think that's uh, uh, out of a possibility at all. Um, the other thing, too, I think you, you mentioned Houston and Dallas. I wouldn't be surprised. If you wind up doing these kind of pods of four stadiums, um, as you mentioned, I wouldn't be surprised if Houston and Dallas wind up in separate pods, because I think the fact that they are so close together then winds up being a different kind of competitive advantage. Um, so that might be a choice they're making by kind of getting skipping a little bit ahead here and talking about the U.S. selections. A reason why there might be two Texas cities is one of them may be the Mexico, Texas City, and one might be the U.S. Uh, uh, Texas I City. Mean- 
I mean, yes, that that's definitely possible, regardless of the fact that the Mexico draw, if they play in a U.S. city, which I mean, you know, they're going to get one game in Mexico City. There's no way you're not going to let Mexico play. Yeah, for one sure. Game, right. You know, you know, that's going to happen. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, I mean, if you put it in Houston or if you put it in Dallas, it's going to draw massive numbers. It's going to be crazy. Yeah. I mean, mind you, I think all of the I don't think I don't think you have any of these venues that don't sell out. I think that's the number one thing also. I think sometimes, I don't even think the secondary market is going to be attainable for any of these cities, realistically speaking, because it's just I, 48 teams. These are all massive venues, and, and there's going to be massive draws everywhere because the United States is such a melting pot that every team is going to gather support in their own little corner regardless of where they play. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that's why FIFA feels comfortable making these choices because it's like yeah you're gonna do it Who, who's gonna say no what, exactly. what fan you know like yeah you're gonna sell the tickets so it, do it, this go ahead god thanks <laughs> great for podcasting go ahead yeah go right ahead. uh now i guess my question to you is do we should do you want to and this is how good our show prep is because now we have two ways we can take this conversation we can take it down the road of te- cities that didn't get it or surprise that the cities that got it so you choose the road we go here. Uh, well, I want to talk about cities that didn't get it um, because I, I I have a a, the game. a, a personal uh, axe to grind um, with the selection. And, and I, I think you could kind of knock out either one, um, honestly. But the fact that I'll be back United in three minutes, he's going to go for a while. I'm not going to go for a while. But the fact that the United States is kind of the central host of this event and the capital of the United States does not have matches is an absurdity. And admittedly, part of that absurdity is the fact that Daniel Snyder is a terrible NFL owner with a terrible stadium and is just a terrible human being. But Washington, D.C. realized this and partnered with Baltimore, my hometown, to create a joint bid where the kind of fan fest would be in DC on the mall. Fantastic choice. And then the game would actually be at MT bank stadium, which is a fantastic venue for soccer, for football, for everything. It is a really good stand. I'm not just saying that as a Ravens fan, like it's a quality stadium. Um, the fact that they are going to be playing at Foxborough, which is what 90 minutes outside of Boston with no public transportation for as much as we like to dump on like hard rock stadium and no public transportation here. It's really a one road in 90 minute drive to a stadium for Boston. I, I, I just, I don't get it. I don't get how you make that choice. And the, the Washington Baltimore bid was not perfect, but I don't see how the Boston bid is any better. And with Philadelphia, I think Philadelphia, the, the, the thought process was, Philadelphia or Baltimore, Philadelphia or Baltimore. So I'm kind of mad that Philadelphia got it, but I don't think it ever should have been Philadelphia or Baltimore. I I think it should have been, it should have been New York, Philadelphia, DC, Baltimore. I think those should have been the three. And the fact that Philadelphia and Boston, I just, it, 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 it grinds my gears. The other thing I will say, the fact that Denver, and I think maybe it's an altitude consideration, but Mexico city is at altitude too. So like, not really, that there should have been uh, uh, a Rocky Mountain presence. Like literally in the broadcast, it was mentioned like from the Rocky Mountain to the Yucatan Peninsula or whatever. And there are no games on the Yucatan and there's no games in the Rocky Mountain region. So like, 
No, it's it's just it was classic like like oversight, just just oversight. So I understand. I get your point on Baltimore, and I actually agree with you. I think it is a little suspicious and a little odd that the nation's capital isn't hosting games in a nation's World Cup. It's it's weird. I think I saw a tweet earlier today that the last two times it happened, one was in Japan, but they played basically three different host cities in the suburbs of Tokyo. And I think there was another one, uh, and, and I've, I'm going to blank on it now, that there was another, uh, only one other time where the host nation didn't play in the capital city. And I, of course, I wish I would have liked the tweet and I would be a great time <laughs> to, to discuss it. Right. But it's not there. Um, I agree. I think the Baltimore thing is surprising. And I think it's even more surprising that Boston somehow wiggled their way in uh, with a world cup bid, not because of the city of Boston, but because you're not playing in Boston, you're playing in Foxborough and getting to Foxborough is a pain in the ass for an NFL game. What do you think it's going to be like getting to a world cup game with a lot of people from out of town? So one thing is locals driving to an NFL game to support their local team. That's one thing. Boston has four years to figure out how the fuck they're going to make public transportation between Foxborough and the Boston commons. And I don't think, I mean, again, I don't know. I have zero idea what Boston City Council and what the greater area is doing, but you've got to figure it out because it doesn't look good and it's going to be hard to get to and people are going to get pissed. And that might be the one site. This might be the one city where I'm really like, you know, you, you kind of screwed the pooch on this one. And, I w- and I'm going to be one of the people that says, I don't know why Dallas and Houston both have a bid here. I think you could have been fine with one game with one city hosting in Texas and it would have been fine. I understand why they did it. I don't like it because again, I, I think Denver, again, when you think about it, the Denver, the Denver city population is 375,000 people. The Metro area is just over a couple million. Um, but well, I mean, you don't want to play that game sitting in Miami. Same thing could be said about us. The city. I mean, I, I agree. Yeah, I agree. But you know, it, I mean, we are larger and and more culturally significant. But I, I think that that's a that's a very easy thing to do for a lot of cities. I okay, that's fair. But you, if you're going to talk about the city of Miami, we already know this. Like everybody who listens is from city of Miami. We understand the city of Miami city limits are the smallest thing on the fucking earth. Like you know, I mean, yeah. like we get it, right? But at the same time, like you look at the teams, you look at the cities that were excluded from that final round, right? Baltimore. Obviously, I think that was a mistake. Cincinnati, I miss, man. I got friends in Cincinnati. I've been to Cincinnati. I went to school in Lexington, Kentucky, an hour south of it. It would have been nice, but it was never realistic, right? Edmonton, again, yeah. not realistic. Nashville, that's the one where I'm kind of like, okay, I think it was Atlanta or Nashville, and you were always going to pick Atlanta over Nashville. Yeah, that's exactly what happened there. And at the end of the day, too, I, I never thought Orlando had a realistic po- opportunity unless we were going to be the sole host of the bid. Does that make sense? Yeah, but you, but going back to kind of what you were alluding to earlier, the fact that Orlando got de facto eliminated and there are two bids in Texas, why? Why was Orlando de facto eliminated? Orlando has a tremendous soccer culture. Orlando, and sorry, Miami fans, whatever, they do. Orlando has unparalleled transportation access. Thank you, Disney. Um, Orlando has a lot of the things you need to run big events. They run big events all the time. They do, so, but they don't have the transportation access to get to Camping World Stadium. That's the problem because you're not playing at Exploria. Yeah, but I mean that's but that's not the Foxborough problem. No, it's it's not. It's, it's not, not. It's, it's not, nowhere it's not, near. It's, it's not even the. 
It's not even the Hard Rock Stadium problem. It's it would be much easier to fix getting to Camping World than would be to whatever they're going to have to do for Hard Rock. Well, no, because I have a feeling for Hard Rock, I think we're going to see some kind of weird. I think we're going to see some kind of weird public transportation happen up 27 Avenue is what I think. Good luck. I think I, I yeah, I, I know I understand. And, and it's a time crunch, but I just I don't know. Something about it seems like th- there's going to be something. I think this city is going to do something. And I, I don't know. I don't know. Right. I'm completely out of the scope of the radar there. But I, I think that there will be something there. Um, now, the interesting part here, and I don't know how updated Wikipedia is. So, Matt, I'm going to need you to fact check me on this one. L.A. got a bid, but it's at SoFi. It's not at the Rose Bowl. They're not going to play any games at the Rose Bowl. No. That's weird. I mean. Why not? Like, I, I mean, I, I get it. Because FIFA are new stadium whores. <laughs> <laughs> they like new venues. Okay. You know. 92,000 people at the Rose Bowl, you know, for, for Mexico versus anybody or for Germany versus anybody. Or, you know what I'm saying? Like. That's Too much luxury suites. Yeah. That's that's your answer. It's really sad it comes to that, doesn't it? Yeah. I mean, but that's, yeah, the hospitality. That's the name of the game. No, that, um, that's, you're right. You're right. right you and, know what? and it's, go ahead. It, it's not like that SoFi is, I mean, SoFi can seat like 90, right? 70,000, I believe. Well, that's it? Yeah. It's not that big. It's oh, massive, it was... but it's not that big. I'm sorry, expandable unto up to a hundred thousand people. I don't know what the expandable looks like though for that. Yeah, but that has to be like floor like uh, capacity. All right, we're now now, now we're going down a stadium. Yes. Pa- pa- pause. Pause for the for the Wikipedia research. But so here's the thing. Uh, you know, while you're looking up so far, I also think did San Francisco need a spot? Was it necessary? Um, I think San Francisco gets the Miami dispensation as kind of like a culture capital and like Silicon Valley and the money there. I think I think that's kind of the the, the answer there. Yeah, I don't think of San Francisco as enormous soccer hub, um, but I think just it's one of those like major American cities that tourists will want to go to. Um, now yeah. that I said it out loud, I think the draw for San Francisco is that San Francisco's airport is a big international hub for Asian cities. And I think, I, even though LA is too, I think San Francisco being a big travel hub is probably one of the reasons why San Francisco gets a bid in this World Cup because of the Asian influence and the fact that you can get nonstop flights from San Francisco to Tokyo, Seoul, you know, Beijing, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Granted, yes, you can get them from LA too, but you can also get them from San Francisco. I think, I think when we look at really the locks, uh, you know, of, of the bidding process and the cities that we always knew were going to get a game, absolutely New York, New Jersey, you know, I mean, to be quite honest with you, if they're going to host a final anywhere outside of that, I mean, I would be absolutely floored, just absolutely floored if anybody else gets the final game other than New York, the New York, New Jersey bit of MetLife, which is like, also it's like, really dude, MetLife, like, uh, I'm so over MetLife. I think it's New York or Los Angeles. I think Los Angeles has a shout because, because of Mexico being on the bid. Not, not that I'm saying they think they're going to make the final, but I think that there could be a like, Hey, we want it 
close to here and basically Los Angeles is our territory. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, you know, like if there's voting and it, it goes between those two, that, that's, that's my only question potentially is that there might be a, a shout for Los Angeles. It's a new venue. It's a nice venue. Uh, it's, it's covered. I think that's a selling point where, yeah. as, you know, um, you know, it, 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 I don't think it's going to be anywhere else besides one of those two places, but I would say, I would, I don't think it's a hundred percent slam dunk. I would say it's like a 65, 35. I, I would still favor New that. York. I think it's higher than that. I think, I think New York, I think if you, if you're hosting this world cup and the, and you're not playing games in the capital, I think you're playing games in what other people from outside the United States believe is the capital of the United States, which is going to be New York city. So, okay. <laughs> now the other thing that's coming to my mind that now maybe pulls it back to source New York is time zones. Yeah. That, that becomes a thing because the because LA time zone an, is going to work everywhere. Eight outside o'clock of Europe. Kickoff. Yeah. You have an eight o'clock kickoff in New York. It would be three o'clock in Europe. You have an eight o'clock kickoff in Los Angeles be noon. two in the morning yeah the only yeah you would have to you would have yeah it, okay so maybe maybe it will be east coast maybe it will yeah be i think coast. it has i think it has to be east coast because you have a five six seven hour difference with europe because you're because it's going to be another thing too the european media market is going to be a big influencer i think as well yeah on who uh on, on who gets this final game i think it's going to be the east coast uh but before we keep breaking down who we else th- who where we think games are you know some of the other lock cities i think that matt and i would agree on we're going to always get it i think we knew dallas or houston we're always going to get it i personally feel like i always thought atlanta was going to get it i never thought atlanta was not going to get it especially Agreed. with mercedes-benz stadium looking the way it does and i knew seattle was going to get it regardless yes. uh, i think the Agreed. ones that the ones that are Kind of funky. I understand why they did it. Kansas City. I, I get it. It makes sense. Geographically speaking, when you look at the map of the bids. Um, and and know, there is an, a long existing soccer culture there. It, I think there that is, was a really is, good but I, like, tip of the cap to like, that's an important American soccer city. But that's the only important American soccer city that got hit. Because again, like, hit the, the Ohio, Ohio didn't, Ohio doesn't get a hosting bid, right? Yeah. You know, so really, uh, well, I would say Seattle too. I would put Seattle in that. Well, Seattle as well, but there's no Midwest. Like realistically speaking, Kansas City is the Midwest representation for the bid. Yes, and that's not really the Midwest. Yeah. So I think that's one of the things there too. I think Miami we felt like was going to be a lock, but I think if you ask people around the country, I think it was very touch and go. I think I don't. I don't think it was a hundred percent locked in. I think it was somewhere around the eighty. 90% 90% because they could have gone Orlando over Miami if they really wanted to for whatever reason. I think with the Miami bid, the way to think about it was it was ours so long as we didn't screw it up. <laughs> and us not screwing it up was actually a, a thing that had to be ca- accounted for. But the only way that we were going to lose it is if we chose to do something to lose it. And and we didn't. The, yeah. the management of the bid was was well done, generally carried out well have all the things you want to have you know it's um and we'll talk more about miami's bid specifically in a second but yeah it was yeah. it was uh it was it was done well as as uh, oftentimes we like to uh criticize uh miami this was something that from from soup to nuts was generally handled pretty 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 well and i think philly uh i think philly to me was a little bit of a surprise uh yeah i i, I am a little bit surprised about philadelphia 
And at the same time, I was, uh, as I mentioned earlier, a little bit surprised about San Francisco. I think the biggest shock of all of this, obviously, at the end of the day, is Boston. But of course, we've already touched that. Uh, the Celtics are losing considerably as the game enters the fourth quarter. <laughs> uh, so just so you know when we're recording. Uh, but yeah, that, that, that's kind of where we're at. So breaking down who's going to get what. Obviously, we already discussed the final. Um, I don't. I think it's kind of fun to go forwards backwards on this because the knockout stages gather such big importance with the exception of the third place game which is kind of like a slap in the face if you're the host gets the third I, to me it's kind of like a slap in the face to be the city that gets the third place game because i has there ever been a a, a, a less meaningful position right in the fifa world cup than the third place game nobody really cares about the third place game yeah it's one of those things that sounds good but then it's like, oh, yeah, no, this kind of sucks. No one wants to be here. Because you want the semi <laughs> over the third place game. That's what yes, you want. Yeah. That's what that's what you want. You want yes. the semi. So absolutely. Looking at the map, when New York's gonna host the final, let's say, so the semis are out. They're not gonna host a semifinal. There's there's no way it's gonna happen. Yeah. Right. And, and you're looking at what you got here. Um, you're pretty sure that there have been there have been discussions that you know Canadian cities will not host knockout games. There has also been discussions that potentially Mexico may host one or two knockout games, but not deep into the tournament. So the question becomes here, where do you put your not where do you put your semifinal games? And I think Miami is either going to get one of the semifinals or they're going to get stuck with a third place game. Uh yeah. Um when I I wrote a uh, a story, and it's hard to believe I wrote this. Four years ago, uh, <laughs> for Magic City Soccer, entitled uh, How Does Miami Stack Up as a Host City for the 2026 FIFA World Cup? My God. And one of the interesting things is like one of my favorite things to write for the, the website. It was this, this kind of analysis of the bids. Um, FIFA put out their bid book for the, for the 26 uh, uh, World Cup, uh, the bid evaluation, I should say. Um, and, and they do this for all the bids and basically stack them up. And so the idea with the bid book is it's it's comparing one country's bid versus another country's bid. But within that bid evaluation, they also go city by city. And there's it's 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 a numerical thing. You know what I mean? Like the stadiums are 35 percent of right. the venue score, general accommodation, FIFA core group accommodation, average uh, 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 are each, I think, like six percent um, accommodation is six percent. Transportation is 13 uh, interconnectivity between cities is, you know, like on and on and on. And so you, and there are scores that are assigned. So you can actually kind of run through numbers and see like, what do they like about a particular city? What do they not like about a particular city? When you go through Miami's bid, um, the only, which is shocking to me, the only area that Miami scored below average compared to the remainder of the bids uh, was on the FIFA Fan Fest proposal, um, when it, <laughs> which I am like the, the, basically the idea with the FIFA Fan Fest in Miami is that they would have something on Miami Beach, and then they would also do something. There was a, a, a park where they Bayside? were planning on hosting. Maybe Bayside. Oh, hold on. You gotta Lummis. think it's. I mean, again, I'm, it, we're, you're trying to pull up an article from four years ago that you wrote. Uh, I I haven't read it. Oh, in probably four Bayfront years. Bayfront Museum Park. Bayfront Museum okay. Park was the other site, and it's like those seem. Great. That's where everyone goes whenever there's an event here. But anyway, my, my point was when you look at the actual like numbers here, Miami's bid 
according to the 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 metrics put forth by FIFA uh, compared to the other bid cities, was by far the strongest. Um, it's the only uh, bid with uh, seven uh, of the eight categories above average. Uh, I'm sorry, there were three other cities that had also had seven above, but when you weighted the scores, it had tied for the highest score with three other cities. Like it was a remarkably strong bid. And when you look at like the other cities like uh, New York and Los Angeles, like Los Angeles was below average. Um, when you look at uh, New York, let me pull up New York here too. I'm doing, this is great podcasting, just scrolling, but <laughs> New York was also below average uh, compared to the other bids. So like of the cities that like putting into two categories here, category one is like numbers. Category two is no duh, we're going to have uh, the event here. Like the no duh cities are New York, Los Angeles, Miami. Okay. The numbers are like Denver and Kansas city and Miami. Miami is the only overlap. Right. So it, it's clear that one would assume that if Miami is not going to host the final, which it's a shame that we're like ruling it out because I actually think Miami would be the best place to put it. And I, know I, I think Miami would be the best place to put it, but the problem becomes is that you got a summer world cup and you don't have yeah. roof on that stadium. So yeah, Miami yeah. de facto is out. Yeah. Yes. No, for sure. But it would have been like, I think if you go to the average fan and you're like, where do you want it to be? New York, Los Angeles, Miami. I think the average around the world, I think they're picking Miami. They no, Miami. I don't. I think, no, I don't. That's the problem. I, I think South America and Latin America pick Miami. I think you get a, a, a few sprinklings maybe of Mediterranean Europe picking Miami and you everybody else think, is picking New York or LA. You don't think, you don't think European fans Want, don't want to come to the Fontainebleau? You don't think? They, I, I think no. Mediterranean European fans do. I nah. don't think the guy eating bratwurst in Germany is Maybe coming down English to Miami to go French, have beers. To go have beers at Fritz and Franz. No, mm-hmm. I don't. I don't think that's his idea. You know, I want to hit up the Fontainebleau and then go have a schnitzel at mm-hmm. Fritz and Franz. Like, I don't. I, I, think I don't. I. I would like to see those numbers. I would. Anyway, it's not going to happen. <laughs> but my point is, is that I think it is. Fair. The problem, though, is you mentioned the weather. The weather's not going to change no matter if we host no, the final, not. the semifinal, the group stage, whatever. Um, it's going to be hot and it's going to be open air. Um, and so one would assume Miami will always be hosting later games uh, pretty much when, when possible, like later on the clock. Um, but when you look at it, the, the metrics that FIFA has put forward, they think Miami is the strongest option of okay, so the major th- cities. So why wouldn't <laughs> they host a semifinal? Okay. Now, if you're if you're the Miami delegation, do you say all right, we'll opt out of taking the semifinal in favor of the third place game if you give us more games than X other city? I mean it's a negotiation. I mean, how much are you giving up? You know what I mean? I mean well, right. Well, that's what I'm asking, though. Because, I mean, yeah, are you getting like a round of 16 and a quarterfinal in exchange for the semifinal? Or are you getting are, are you getting more games, group state? Are, getting... are you getting more? All right. Instead of hosting the semis, I'm giving you more group games than anybody else. And I'm giving you uh, a round of 16. But like, I'm curious. Or a quarter. No, nah, you need at least a quarter. Miami needs to be at least a quarter. If they don't get but, a quarter, but if Miami's a quarter, is Miami going to get the semi? 
Well, maybe I, not. That's, that's what I'm actually, saying here. That's the, what I'm the, saying. These yeah. are the these are the things that need right. Need to get hammered out by the uh, by uh, the bid committee and fee. <laughs> we're doing um, all the work for you guys. You're never going to listen to this podcast, and we're here doing it for you. I mean, shit. <laughs> Give us a call, please. On, I <laughs> I just knocked out my mic. Of course you did. Of course he knocks out his microphone. This is the ragtag operation that we're running here. Yeah, there but, we go. yeah. I thought and, I, and we I thought think I one day Metal Lark Studios is going to buy us out. That's not happening. I thought I unplugged my headphones and wound up being the whole mic. Anyway, um, yeah, I, I just think that I think we're used to kind of like talking ourselves down in, in terms of our soccer That's experience. Fair. And it's like when you actually look at what FIFA values, Miami has everything FIFA values. Um except for the fan experience for some reason. So I, I don't see why Miami isn't hosting a semifinal. I don't, you know, the, the weather is the wet. They pick Miami, you know, they, 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 you know, that's, they, they put it on the list. It's going to be hot in June. It's going to be hot in July. Yeah. So like, oh, you're right. it, 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 to me, the weather, it is true that the weather could be a concern, but if the weather was really a concern, they wouldn't have picked Miami and they did. Right. And they they want to have it here. There is a value for the event to be here. So, yeah, it might rain, but that's life. Or you know? a poncho. You, it is what it yeah, is. Yeah. You know, um, and, and the fans are covered. All the delegates from FIFA will be under the roof. They'll be fine. True. 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 It's just the 22 guys on the pitch and, yeah. and, a, and a manager sloshing around in the tracksuit, probably. Yeah. Thinking he's going to have a heat stroke. So when you look at the United States cities that are here, Obviously, I, I truly think New York is going to host a final. I think Miami can host a semi or the third place game in exchange for other knockout stage games and maybe additional group stage games. What are the cities in the U.S. that you see saying these are group stage and done? In the United States? Correct. Uh... Is there any of these any of these 10 cities not going to get a knockout stage game? I would say you might be one of the Texas cities, probably Houston. I would also say maybe, and you might not believe me, and I it, I don't agree with this, but I think Seattle is possible because Vancouver is right there. I don't and think Vancouver gets a knockout stage game. I don't think Canada gets any knockout stage games. So I think that's the thing. I so think- Canada group and done? Oh, I think Canada's group and if done. Canada's group and done, then Seattle will be in. I think Kansas Seattle City gets one. I think San Francisco's out. The X. I think San Francisco San doesn't get one. And I think it's possible that Philadelphia doesn't get one. So I agree with you. I think one of the Texas cities don't get it. I think also that uh, Philadelphia may not get one. And I also think that San Francisco does not get one. That's where I'm at. And I'm thinking it's going to probably be Houston that doesn't get one instead of Jerry's World. But I think you're going to. Yeah, I think Jerry's World is Jerry's World is one of those. It is now entered the like the pantheon of American stadiums. Oh, yeah. hundred percent. If there's a big event, it's going to be there. Yeah. Yeah. So, no. Yeah, I think I think Dallas is in. I think Dallas is definitely going to get those kind of those next tier matches. I think that New York, Los Angeles, Miami, definitely going to get those next tier matches. Um. And then, yeah, beyond that, I think they're all uh, Seattle. Yeah, I, I think Seattle can 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 stay on that. I think Seattle or San Francisco won't be both. Okay, and Boston? No, I don't think. I think Boston's out. You think Boston's out of the knockout stadiums? I mean, because I granted, think like... Boston's the last. <laughs> the, the inside looking out. 
I think Boston is the bottom of the list, man. <laughs> Me too, but maybe they're not. Maybe they end up posting the whole fucking thing. Maybe, maybe. you get the final of Foxborough. We're all here looking yeah. stupid four God. years later. Could you imagine? It would be yeah. the biggest. It would be the biggest slap in the face for South Florida, wouldn't it? Yeah. That that Mike and Sully from Dorchester are going to be hosting the World <laughs> Cup finals in the backyard. Yeah, that's that's what it would be. Yeah. Ah. Well, I mean, yeah. I, again, at the end of the day, this is this is fun. This is a fun podcast to do because it's light, it's airy. This is something we're all looking forward to for the next four years. This is what we've been building for for the last six years, Matt. You know what I mean? This is something that we're that we've been building for. We knew this was a possibility way back when we started the podcast. Now the fact that we're going to have a World Cup in our backyards, we're going to probably take our kids to the match if we smack the lottery. And even if we don't, we're buying resale tickets because it is what it is. You know yeah, what I mean? I'm going like, to a match. I don't care if it's the crappiest match on the whole uh, the whole schedule. Got to go to one match. And that's the thing. You got to go to one match here. And I, you know what? I'm, 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 I'm applying for the USA booklet. I'm going to take the USA booklet if I can get it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm sure that there's going to be other people, you know, it's going to be crazy. It's 48 teams. We have no idea who's going to be in, who's going to be out. That's going to be the crazy part. Like there's going to be surprise teams on here. I mean, look, Lee's going to get the Welsh ticket, the Welsh booklet ticket. Again, there's no Gareth Bale in 2026. So that's, you know, okay. You know, I don't know. I don't know about that one, but think about it. It's going to be next world league. Christian Pulisic is going to be much older. There's going to be probably another wave of American stars that we're going to be rooting for. Mexico is going to be Mexico. That's for sure. The question is going to be really the big one. And, and, and we're going to find out in about two years time is how many slots is each uh, continent going to get? Yeah. That's going to be huge because are we getting, are we adding now more central American teams that we're looking on the odd, you know, uh, looking on the wrong way of this. Are we going to be adding more European teams that just narrowly missed it? Like, are we going to get Scotland in these tournaments? Are we going to get Ukraine in these tournaments? Are we going to get any of these clubs that just narrowly missed their way in? Um, you know, Italy is probably going to make an appearance in the 2026 <laughs> World Cup, for fuck's sake. I mean, because if Whoa. you know, who, yeah, oh, you know what I mean? You just Whoa, need, some, need some formaggio on these tournaments, maybe. Um, but... Yeah, it, to me, is it's nothing but excitement. It's nothing but happiness to look forward to. And I think there's going to be a lot of good to come out of it. The interesting part is going to be, will the MLS take a summer break during the World Cup? Or are they going to force their teams to play alongside? That's going to be the interesting one. I, th- I think we can safely say that they're going to take a summer break. Are or they? maybe they finally move to a winter schedule. Oh man! Before be nice. 2026, that would be great. It'll never happen. Just It'll like the relegation, never gonna happen. Oh man, have we exhausted the bit on this one? Yeah, I don't know. I'm just, I'm very excited. I, I think this is a, a great thing. I, I, I can really foresee in a few years' time, you know, games at Hard Rock and 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 you know, I know they mentioned the Fan Fest at Lummis or at Bayfront Park, but you know, at, at, at um, Miami Freedom Park, big event, you know, to, you're not going to host the yep. matches there, obviously, but nope. but having those kind of that big screen facing that big plaza, that yep. would be really cool. Yep. There's just a lot of, there's a lot of cool. There's a lot of cool with this. And, and, and as we've alluded to, it was something that we definitely foresaw that it would, it would have been really shocking if Miami had not been selected today, I agree. But now that it's actually in the bag, now that it's done and you know, it's actually coming down the track in four years time. 
it's just something really fun to look forward to. <coughs> Omar's getting choked up. Just thinking about it. Just getting choked up here. That would have made for bad radio. I'm glad I could flip my mic over. Hang on one more second. We, still heard, we still heard the what first What a horrendous one. podcast we're recording tonight. Jesus. You're so self-deprecating. It's fine. This is how we talk. We so I was driving to pick up dinner when the East region was being announced. And I was in Boca and I was driving down Glades Road and, you know, they, they announced the end. How did they do it? They went New York. No, New York was last. So the way they announced all of them, and this is maybe a hint for your theory that New York is going to host the final. Every single region was announced North to South. Was it? Except for New York. So it went Boston, Philly. It went Boston, Philly, Miami, New York. That's right. Because there was four teams in the East. Yes. Right, that's right. That's right. Four teams, sorry, four cities in the East: Boston, Philly, Miami, and New York City. And when Miami was announced, I clapped my hands as loud as I could. Right where my ears started ringing a little bit, <laughs> I got the chills in the back of my neck. My, you know, I, I felt the hair tingling. I, I, because we knew it was going to happen, but it's one of those things. It's a culmination of like, wow, it really happened. And I was, you yeah. know, like this is good. You know what I mean? This is fun. Smile to my face. It was, it was nice. Um, so that's really kind of the takeaway for me more than anything else. Now on our way out, and I'm going to give you a question and your answer cannot be Baltimore. What's the one American city you're surprised that did not get a bid regardless of where they were excluded in the process other than the Baltimore who shocks you the most that did not end up with a, uh, hosting matches in the 2026 world cup. So you're asking me like surprise that they're not in or like if I could add one more city. If you could add one more city, that's not Baltimore. <clears throat> I think. Okay. If I, if I had absolutely had to pick one, I'd probably go Nashville. No, terrible. Just, no, because of the, the cultural significance. No, terrible. No, it's an oh. awful pick, Matt. You had every city in the United States you could have picked from and you picked Nashville. Well, I have every city besides Los Angeles and San Francisco. Like a, a lot of them are taken care of already. Okay, like, Vegas. Uh, I, I look. I gotta say this. I'm I'm not a fan of Vegas hosting big events. Oh, if it's boo-hoo. not boxing, like it's it's just it's weird to me. It's weird to me that Vegas would host a team sporting event. And in 20 years, once there's a baseball team, once the A's move to Las Vegas, and there's more team sports there i'll get more used to it i guess but i'm still not used to it like it's it's just weird so no i i i didn't even have las vegas roll through my rolodex when i rolled went through cities i was like nashville um maybe minneapolis like it's just kind of okay, an interesting I city think, i think minneapolis would have been a good one because i think if you had picked minneapolis you could have combined that with a winnipeg edmonton you know you're going to draw canadian yeah. views from minneapolis and minneapolis yeah. is probably Honestly, probably going to be second on my list behind Vegas. I, I just, I strongly feel like Vegas would have been a great, a great situation. And I think Vegas would have been fantastic because I don't, I think the fan experience in Vegas would have been amazing. I think all of those games would have obviously not only sold out, but I think you would have driven a shit ton of tourism to Vegas. Not that, you know, Vegas lacks any reason for needing tourism. Right? Well, I think that's kind of the problem is that <clears throat> Vegas doesn't need that. Yeah, but can you imagine what it would be like, though? That's what I'm saying. Like, like I feel like Vegas hosting the World Cup would have just been like 
I don't know. I, to me, that's like 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 the top on the cake. Like that's the cake topper. You know what I mean? That's the little groom standing at the top of the cake, like yeah, with I fucking think... sparklers in his hands and yeah. his money coming out of a top hat. Yeah, like the the fountain of the Bellagio blasting off the top of the cake. No, I mean I, I definitely <laughs> once you once you mention it, like I understand it, and I'm not. I mean, I guess I am arguing because I wouldn't put it on my list, but like I, I respect it. Where it's like it just doesn't it doesn't fit into my schema of what I'm thinking of for like major team sporting events. But it wouldn't but yeah, be any, wouldn't it be the most American thing? Everybody just, else would hate it, but I think it'd be the most American thing for the book of no, the host and here's the thing: I don't think everyone else would hate it. I think everyone else would like it's a it's a place where people like to go. I, I just think that when I think of major sporting team sporting, I'm not talking about a boxing match, right? Boxing belongs. It shouldn't have boxing anywhere else besides Vegas. Um, and combat sports shouldn't be anywhere else besides Vegas. Wants a word with you, sir. But what, 50 years ago, Atlantic City wants a word with me? <laughs> like, I think Bruce Springsteen sung about the, like, the failures of Atlantic City like 30 years ago. They're having a tough time. Um, no, but like, yeah, it's, 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 it's like, there's not, you don't have in your mind a moment of a team sporting event, a great moment in Las Vegas. It doesn't exist unless you're counting like preseason college basketball tournaments. Like that's it. And so it's just, it doesn't, it's, it's not right. You know what I mean? Like, I think it would you gotta have start been, somewhere. Yeah. I mean, true, but I, I, I would even go like, I think it would be really cool if, one of like if it was in ann arbor like game no. at a big house no like but what i'm saying is like i think i would think that before las vegas no because you wouldn't do it in ann arbor because then you would just do it in detroit but what i'm saying is is like if you're like great team like, do you think a great team sports in detroit um <laughs> yeah Ooh, ouch, in, in that then that house of sadness um no, but you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I think of like, it would have been cool if one of the venues was, again, going completely off the board here, if one of the venues was like the big house or... Let me give you one more before you out it because maybe it's the one you're thinking of. I said just a second ago that I think right behind Vegas, I, I, I would have put Minneapolis. I don't think that's the case. I think I would have put New Orleans. I think oh, I yeah. Behind Vegas. Oh, yeah. See, to me, that's the... That would have been cool. That, New Orleans hosting one. would be cool. And and the sad part about it is that I would I wish it wouldn't have been at the Superdome because I, I kind of wanted a more New Orleans feel. And the Superdome just feels like an arena because it's yeah, but the Superdome is like when you think of when you think of Super Bowls in New Orleans, I mean Tulane Stadium isn't an option anymore. You know, no, like, I know, I know. But yeah, no, I see that's what I'm talking about. I, I will agree with you on the idea of what you're talking about for new Orleans, for Vegas, it doesn't fit for new Orleans. It fits where it's like, yes, that's where, you know, that's where final fours are. That's where super bowls are that, that to me, those are the cities that should have, should be hosting these games. You know, it's like event cities. Miami is an event city. New Orleans is an event city. It's why when I saw Houston, I'm like, Houston's not an event city. Houston's a big city. It's a major metropolis. I think it's it's the third largest metro area. It is. Um, it's one of the biggest ones. Yeah, right? it's third or fourth. Um, it, but like, it's not an event city. Dallas is. You know, like Dallas with the Jerry Dome is. Yeah. Uh, it's just it's that that kind of feel that the, the taste to it where it's like, yeah, this this is right. This is this is the right note. So what um, what what city were you gonna say 
before I cut you off and I threw New Orleans into the mix because I'm curious. Oh, no, no. I was just saying, like, I'm trying to think of like a, like going completely in a hundred percent different direction, like a big college town, like, like again, like Ann Arbor or like, you know, with like those cathedrals of, of college football to play one of the games at though one of those stadiums to kind of like fit into like the narrative of the American sport culture. Mm -hmm. That would have been cool. Um, You know, like for, for Pennsylvania to play at happy Valley, you know, like the big, this big giant hulking venue. Um, there really aren't in this whole list. There really aren't any of those big giant hulking venues, are there? No, I think the Rose Bowl would have been the hulking venue. Yeah, uh, I think we don't Rose really Bowl... make those anymore. Well, no, I guess we Jerry both... World. Jerry, well, Jerry, Jerry, Jerry yeah. World. But again, but Jerry World was more on the. Even though you play college games at Jerry World, you don't, you don't have that 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 connection, right? Because like again, if you, I mean, again. Uh, I don't remember all of the cities that hosted the 94 World Cup. I was three years old. I did not watch any of the 94 World Cup. Oh, well, we've forgotten the one that the pulled combo? out. Which the one, one that pulled out that should be that should be in this list. Uh, I'm going to need your help on this. Speaking of 94, I think it's where the 94 tournament opened. I'm going to need you to spell it for me, buddy. Baby, baby, don't you want to go? Chicago. Yeah, you know what, and, and that's one of the things I said in the group chat immediately. I thought to myself, I'm surprised that Chicago wasn't picked, and I didn't know that Chicago wasn't one of the options available at the end. I didn't know that Chicago withdrew, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I was thinking Cotton Bowl. I, you know, I understand why you don't want to put games at Soldier Field. I think the city of Chicago didn't really want it. It is kind of weird that America's second biggest city is not going to host any games. Uh, that is odd. I think that 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 is a glaring omission, but Again, you know, it's it's just one of those things where, yeah, like you know, I, I, there are no. I are there any carryovers from the '94 venues to to twenty twenty six? I'm gonna go with no. I don't believe there's. Well, one. if you count like Meadowlands one and Meadowlands two. Okay, yeah, that's fine. Let's say that. But did Foxborough host games in '94? I don't believe they did. Ooh, they might have. Did they? Now you mention it. Now you mention it. The, the original Foxborough. The original. Like, oh, well, uh, not yeah, Gillette. Maybe the, Whatever, whatever it was initially in '94, I don't, I don't okay. know. Giant Stadium hosted. Uh, yeah, Foxborough they hosted. Fo- Foxborough had five games. They yes. had three group games, a round of sixteen, and a quarterfinals. It's funny because that that World Cup, there are only nine venues. Looking at the list now, yeah. it's really funny. Well, here we go. Look, Rose Bowl, Stanford. Yeah, again, Stanford I mean, Stanford is now San Francisco. Uh, the Pontiac Silverdome again. Yes. That would have been Ford Field now. Uh, yeah. You know, as you said, um, MetLife won, right? Uh, yeah. You know, East Rutherford. Uh, what it was the Giants of time. The Cotton Bowl obviously becomes Jerry's World. I mean, I think yes. that's fair. Uh, Soldier Field, the one that's a mission. Citrus Bowl. Orlando hosted games in '94. Man, yeah. But I understand why you put games at the Citrus Bowl, and I understand why you didn't put games. At, at, at the Orange Bowl. Although that's one of those things too, when you really think about it, right? It is kind of surprising that the Orange Bowl didn't host any games in 94. Yeah. I'm again, I'm guessing that someone screwed up. <laughs> that would you be had my Foxborough guess. and you had Robert F. Kennedy Memorial Stadium, which I'm assuming yeah. you had gone to once or twice in your life. I actually have never been to that stadium. I, I've that. been inside of it. I've never been inside of it. No. Ah. I, and it, what's shocking to me is when you look at this list, how many freaking dumps are on this list 
in 94. RFK was a dump then. Uh, Foxborough, dump then. It'd be replaced in like three years. Um, the Rose Bowl, great. I, maybe it had not been renovated or whatever. It was still a classic. Uh, Pontiac Silverdome, dump. Giant Stadium One, like it, it was oh. what it was for its time, but like you know, not great. Like the Soldier Field, the best of the bunch, besides the Rose Bowl. Yeah, Cotton Bowl dump. Yeah, well, I mean the the Cotton Bowl is a dump, but the, it was the Cotton Bowl. Yeah, but like I mean, there was Cowboy Stadium was available in town. Yeah, but I think you wanted open air games back then. I think was the big thing. You know what I mean? Which is funny now because the, but I mean, they put it in the Silver Dome for God's sakes. Like the freaking domiest dome of all the domes. It's just, yeah, it's when you look at it, it's like there are no, no very impressive Speaking of the Silver Dome, there's literally the last sentence of the venues list in Wikipedia states quote, Detroit also proved to be difficult. The Pontiac Silver Dome did not have a working cooling system because it was air supported stadium. The air could not escape through circulation. So temperatures inside the stadium would climb past 90 degrees with 40% humidity. United States midfielder Thomas Dooley described the Silver Dome as quote, unquote, the worst place I have ever played at quote, end quote. The worst place I have ever played at. Can you imagine being in a dome that's 90 degrees? Yes, because I, we live here. <laughs> no, but in a dome, if you were in Marlins Park and the roof was closed and it was above 90 degrees, I, I, I could imagine face. what it feels like only because we live here. But uh, that's the only reason why I could imagine it. But it would be miserable. It was all shit. God, that just sounds horrifying. Super. Yeah, yeah when, you, when you look at these, this venue list, I'm like, man, they, these are the best of the options? Can't be. <laughs> It just can't be. <laughs> but you know, I'm like, I'm oh, going man. back in my head now and thinking of like what, like there was really a football stadium renaissance in like the late 1990s. There really was. Because, yeah, because I mean, yeah, what are the options? The other ma- other considered venues in 1994 included Atlanta, Denver, Kansas City, Las Vegas, Miami, Minneapolis, New Orleans, Philly, Seattle, and Tampa were not used, as well as venues in smaller towns such as Annapolis, Columbus, Corvallis, and New Haven, Connecticut. Okay, if they had played in Annapolis, that would have been really cool. The the, the Navy Marine Corps Stadium is so much better than RFK. Do you, do you want to know the biggest slap in the face? Several modern venues, including Joe Robbie Stadium, were not used and Candleston Park because of fill in the blank? Yeah, because of baseball. Fucking baseball, bro. Mm-hmm. No, that was I, I do remember that part of it where basically that was the the moment that um the Dolphins started to want to kick the Marlins out, uh, if I recall. Because <laughs> two years yeah, into your existence, get out. There's yeah. the door. Get get the fuck out. Yeah. But yeah, Atlanta would have been the old dome there, meh. Denver, yeah. old mild high. Old mile high was was, was well, was yes. Weird, old yes. mile high was nice. Yeah, Kansas City, that's a great stadium. Classic. Was, stadium. The, was that still Arrowhead? Yeah, yeah, that was Arrowhead. Still Arrowhead, yep. Uh, Vegas Miami. would have had to have built something. Yeah, Vegas would have had to build something. I, yep. I want to look more into Miami's bid in 96, I mean 94, and the Las Vegas bid now as well. So yep. Minneapolis would have been the, the old Hubert Kingdom. H. Humphrey Metrodome. Yeah, the Metrodome. Sorry, that's what terrible. It was, yep. New Orleans, Philadelphia would have been the vet. Terrible. Seattle would have been the Kingdom. Terrible. Tampa would have been that. Tampa would have been worse. Tampa probably would have been. I wonder what Tampa would have been. Tampa would have been at the Thunderdome at the Tropicana Field. No, 
Yeah. Where else? No. Oh, well, no. Maybe it would have been in the sombrero. The sombrero. Oh, yeah. my God. The sombrero. Yeah. Now these fans listening here would have been like, it would have been an outlang, bro. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, anyway, that's the revelation of the podcast tonight is, man, football stadiums in the United States were were dog crap until like the late 1990s. This was supposed to be a 30 minute podcast. Yeah, well, sometimes we just remember some venues. <laughs> Let's bring this bad boy in for a landing. Yeah. So anyway, Omar, been very good to talk to you. Any any final thoughts, any observations? We don't do this enough. Um, unfortunately, I think lives yeah. have gotten very crazy uh, off late. Um, and it, it's been it's been difficult, uh, for lack of better words. And I have been one of the individuals that have said, hell or high water, we need to podcast, we need to podcast. And when it comes time to it, I'm not available to podcast. And it's been hard. Uh, so for those of you that are listening and have put up with our absence time and time again, we thank you. Uh, we promise that we're not trying to be fair weather fans that only show up for big moments, uh, such as Miami FC and Miami, such as World Cup venue bids. Um, but it has been, yeah, it, it's been hard. Um, there's a lot going on behind the scenes. I always say that we promise to give you more. And, and I can't say that this time. I can tell you we're going to be here. I can tell you the pod will exist in some capacity. <laughs> uh, but I can't tell you it'll be a weekly thing. I can't tell you it'll be a biweekly thing. I don't know. But thank you. Uh, and, and keep tuning in because we're still going to be here. We're still going to pump out content. The only question mark is going to be when. So thank you for putting up with us and our stupidity. And our stupidity will continue as long as you'll listen to it. Yeah, just stick around. It's not like we're charging you or anything. So just stay no, around. We'll, no. we'll be around too. No. So, uh, but if somebody wants to cut us a check, I think we can make this more regular. I mean, let's yes. Keep, let's always if somebody's saying, hey, man, listen, like every episode you bump out, we'll give the boys $500. All right. Yeah, we're talking <laughs> here. You know what I'm saying? We, we, we can make this work. Yeah. God knows we'll have a podcast every week. $500 <laughs> a show. Fuck, we might even have one every week at two hundred dollars a show. I don't tell you, <laughs> but you know, just, hey, man, we just you know. So right. before Omar bargains us down to a rack of ribs from Flanagan's, um, I'm not, I'm not against it though. I'm not against. I'm like it. extra barbecue sauce on the side. Yes, leave the baked potato for the fry. I'm not against it. So with that said, uh, as always, thank you, Omar, for uh, uh, contributing and 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 sharing and being a good conversationalist tonight. And, I love um, you, buddy. Love you too, buddy. Uh, so for Omar Mubayed, I've been Matthew Bunch. Butch was my last name. Oh, my God. I just stuttered. Get off my back. Jeez. So anyway, that's what friends are for. Uh, thanks, as always, for listening. And until next time, go Miami World Cup 2026 and go Miami soccer. And the Celtics lose again. <laughs> Hooray. <laughs> <laughs>